Hello everyone and welcome back to The Good Screen, episode 59. I'm Russell. I'm Lauren. And today we are excited to be back to talk to you about more movies and TV shows and stuff. Especially the stuff. Yeah. I'm stuff. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you remember? Like, that was a I joke for a while. I hate those memes. What are you doing, stuff? I'm, I'm stuff. stuff. Can I be stuff? No. <laughs> Double stuff Oreos. Whoa. No, thank you. You don't like, you don't like double stuff Oreos. I like double stuff Oreos, but I don't like the implication of being a double stuff Oreo. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about the food. I wouldn't call that food. Double stuff Oreos. I wouldn't call that food. Dessert. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a treat where the serving size is like a half of one. You don't. You you think they're too sweet. I, it's not that I think they're too sweet. I think it's very easy to overindulge. Yeah, that's what they're made for. Yeah, that's they they had put chips in the Oreos, and we eat all the Oreos, and we got more chips in our brains. The the microchips, <laughs> yes, not, not not potato chips, not like potato chips in the potato. The, in the, they put microchips in the Oreos. in the Oreos. I used to when I was younger. I used to make coffee. And dip the Oreos in the hot coffee, and they would instantly get soft. And I, oh, that oh. sounds good. But I eat like a whole sleeve of them at a time. That's that's a much. That's yeah. a bit much. I think I really rode the fine line between diabetic and not diabetic for a long time when I was like in my <laughs> early twenties, especially in my early twenties when like it seemed to not matter, <clears throat> and I'd feel sick, and then I'd feel better in like an hour. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, men technically go through puberty until they're like almost 25. Yeah, that so makes sense. So you were probably fine the whole time. Yeah, I was probably okay. Now um, you're in danger. Now I'm, now I'm a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, anyway, Lauren, uh, before we start talking about our stuff, I just want to remind our viewers that we moved our podcast upload day to Thursday because Will Party was a doubter. He said, all right, see you guys next Friday. First of all, also not next Friday <laughs> because um, we're bi-weekly still. So it's going to be Thursdays every other Thursday. Mm-hmm. So just reminding everyone, if you care, this is going to go live on Thursday. You see those Shit, what's the day? <laughs> of like the, it'll be like a little bunny and it's like, this is me if you even care. No. I've never seen that. This will go live on Thursday the 18th. Okay. Just saying. Cool. So, Lauren, uh, what have you been enjoying on the good screen? I have still been indulging in Heartland. Right. It is cheesy and stupid and good. I Okay. That's what we determined last time. Yes. What Can you give me a little update on the story? Yeah. So, I'm on season two now. Right. Exciting. At the end of season one, Ty left. He did. Because he got a letter from his dad, his like crackhead dad, saying, come see me in Calgary. Which, to to us as Americans now, is not a place we want to go to in Canada. Yeah, we've been turned off Ty got jumped in Heartland. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so he went to Calgary, and I guess he was with his dad for a couple months, but his dad was like being hunted down by these people who wanted to beat him up. And they found Ty instead, so they beat Ty up. And then Ty called Grandpa, and Grandpa drove in, even though it was 
even though it was Amy's 16th birthday party, Grandpa left and beat the shit out of these two thugs and drove Ty back to Heartland, which I can only imagine is like a couple hours drive. Yeah, I don't know the map. I don't either. I don't even know the American map. And <laughs> so then uh, there's also this new farmhand that they replaced Ty with. His name's Caleb. He's a misogynistic cowboy who really don't wants like him. to who really wants to get with Amy. Yeah. Um, and he's gross. And I feel like he just wants to be close to Amy to be close to her rodeo dad. Okay, yeah. Um, he gives me that vibe, like he's just trying to take advantage of her to get to her dad. And so Ty comes back and him and Amy are really, really rocky. Amy is like mad that he didn't say goodbye to her like to her face yeah because he left her a letter he left a letter explaining why he was leaving but she was like you could have just told me and i would have understood like you don't have to be dramatic and leave a letter and now yeah. i'm mad could have been a man i guess and then so, but it's they, just there's there's so, so much, much going on there's also the subplot of the uh, the bitch character ashley she's getting like a redemption arc right now Great. Because her and her mom like hate each other, and her mom her is, mom is kind of a bitch. Her mom's a huge bitch, very much like a like pageant mom vibes. Yeah, she's like forcing her daughter to do jumping competitions, mm-hmm. and as much as her daughter wants to love them, she doesn't like how heavily her mom judges her for it personally. Right. Like if she doesn't win a competition, she's the worst person in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she keeps threatening to sell her horse Apollo. And her daughter's like, no, actually, you can't do that, and you shouldn't do that, because that's awful. And then Ashley quits the jumping competitions and decides to try barrel racing just as something fun to do. And she actually gets really interested in it, but she tells her mom, like, stay away. Like, she kind of, like, sets a boundary, like, I'm enjoying this. What's barrel racing? There's three barrels, and it's how fast the horse can loop around the barrels. Okay. Yeah. And she, like, sets a boundary with her mom, like, I'm enjoying this, but I want you to keep your distance from this so that you don't ruin it for me like you ruined jumping. Right. And her mom kind of respects it at first, but well, then, like, doesn't. really doesn't at the end. Mm-hmm. And ends up selling her horse Apollo because she got first runner-up instead of first place. Wow. At the barrel racing competition. Well, that's... And then we find out that she sold the horse to a meat slaughterer. What the fuck? Yeah, because Did they rescue then, the horse? Yeah, so then okay. it gets crazy. So then <laughs> Ty's dad takes on this job, I guess, to... He had been, like, transporting cattle for this, like, slaughterhouse. Of course. And now he's transporting horses. Um, So all the horses in his, in his thing are sick, and so he's like, I'm going to take them to Heartland because I know that's where Ty is, and they can help the horses, and I can also maybe get help. But his form of help is stealing, like, $3,000 from Lou. Yeah. And so <laughs> then they get Apollo, and there's, like, this whole... Arg- like, they end up buying all the horses that were on the slaughter truck. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa had to put one of them down. He had to get a shotgun out and put one of the horses down because it got trampled in the pen that it was in. Okay. Because they put the horses on a cattle truck, which you're not supposed to do. Because they're too low. So the horse, like, hit its head, and then it fell down, and then it got trampled by the other horses. And Amy was like, Grandpa, you can't. Yeah, she was like, Grandpa, no! And he was like, that I gotta horse... do it! He's like, that horse is gonna live in agony. Yeah. And then he puts it down. It was wow. sad. 
That yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. It's crazy. That's that's a wild show. That's like a soap opera. It really is. It's a horse soap opera. Like it's been going on for 15 years. Yep. Will is trying to call me, but oh. I think I'll call him back in like an hour. Okay. When we're done here, basically. Okay. Sorry. Um. So you're still enjoying Heartland. Yes. Uh. Do you have anything else to share? Yeah, I watched something just last night. Right. Um. I watched the Spirited Away live on stage. Yeah. Uh, it's on HBO Max. There's two different versions. I watched the one with where the like title screen is the girl running through the pink flowers because there's two different actresses for Chihiro. Right. And I really enjoyed it. I feel like it... Because Ghibli movies to like... I feel like Spirited Away has very fast pace. Okay. Which is fine for what it is. Mm-hmm. But this like slowed it down and explained some things more. And really? I, I appreciated that. Yeah. It goes a lot more into Haku than I feel like the original movie did. Haiku? Haku. The oh. character. The oh. dragon boy. I've never seen I've never seen it. Oh, we should watch the original Spirit I, together. It's really good. I know it's like Japanese Alice in Wonderland. It's like Japanese Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Yeah. I feel like there was something else I wanted to compare it to, but I'm forgetting. Okay. But kind of. Yeah, so so that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed that a lot. I watched that last night. It is like two something hours long. Wow. Um, because it's a it's a stage, stage production. Play. Yeah, that's why there's usually when even I guess in Japanese stage productions, like there's usually different runs. So yeah, that's why there's two actresses. Probably mm-hmm. everyone's probably a different actor in the other one. Potentially, mm-hmm. like Hamilton. Yeah, they have different shows. Yeah, they have even different when shows. I was in high school, we did that. We had two different shows. Yeah. Or they're two different casts. Oh, really? Wow, mm-hmm. you did that in high school. No, we did the same cast the whole time. Yeah. In high school. I was in my high school's production of High School Musical 2. Exciting. I played Kelsey in one, and then I was just a stagehand in the other. Um, Ensemble. Cool. Ensemble. I was ensemble in the other. Okay. So you would say that the stage play for Spirited Away is worth checking out? Absolutely. There's a stage there. Japan does a lot of, or Japanese companies do a lot of like stage plays for very strange things. Like there's a there's a One Piece one. See, that sounds cool. That does sound cool. There's a, um, I'm pretty sure there's a Naruto one. Probably. The Sailor Moon has a pretty popular stage thing. Sailor Moon has her whole like own theme park. Yeah, but more most importantly, Trails of Cold Steel has a stage play does that it? summarizes the entire first game. Can we watch it? absolutely okay <laughs> is that the one with lloyd or is it rain cold, uh, rain cold steel oh yeah i don't think yeah so that's awesome that's exciting um yeah I, I watched like five minutes of it a long time ago and i was like i'm gonna have to watch this later oh but knowing because this is it just it's it's advertised as the first ghibli stage adaptation implying there's gonna be more there's gonna be more that's the implication what do you think would be really good because you've seen some ghibli movies that i haven't seen um oh, none of the ones that i've seen would be good stage plays you don't think <laughs> no <laughs> the only one that i feel like would be good i feel like howl's moving castle i would just be so interested to see the sets because what, they, really what cool. they did for spirited away i really liked what they did for the sets for spirited away yeah i think they would probably keep it simple and do one of the more like slice of life like up on poppy hill or um 
um, only yesterday or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think if they want to appeal to children, they'd probably do like Totoro. Yeah. Or Ponyo. Ponyo would be interesting. Ponyo would be interesting. I haven't seen many. I have to um, correct you a little bit there. I haven't seen many Ghibli movies. There's a lot that I haven't seen either. I've seen, like, other than the one that we just saw before that, I saw, like, two or three of them. I've seen... I'm a fake fan. Princess Mononoke, but I've only seen it once, and I didn't like it very much. Oh. I've seen... I also watched it in English, though, so maybe that was the issue. I watched it in English. I've seen Totoro, Ponyo, Arietti, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle. I've seen The Cat Returns, but I only watched it once. I think that's it. So that's eight. Yeah, that's a lot more than I have seen. Yeah, but it's all like the super popular, like yeah, babby ones. I would, I would love. Oh, and Boy and Heron nine. Yeah, I'd love to see like most of them Mm -hmm. um, soon. Uh, all the DVDs are on sale at Barnes and Noble. Are they? Yeah. Cool. I almost bought the Blu-ray for the stage adaptation. Oh, yeah. But then but I HBO. looked it up and I saw it's on HBO Max. And yeah. I was like, I'll just watch it there. I have access to that. Yeah. Cool. So that's awesome to hear that you have been enjoying some stuff on the good screen. Some new and some old. Yeah. Miyazaki returned to our podcast for, I guess, like almost a third consecutive podcast. Yeah. In uh, some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I don't think we talked about Ghibli stuff in the Scott Pilgrim and A Crazy Nights one. But whatever. Oh, well. Cool. What have you been enjoying on the good screen? I've been enjoying on the good screen um, the usual stuff. Um, I feel like we need to do a gaming episode soon. Okay. Uh, Maybe when you're, like, a little further in Fortnite. I guess you've played plenty of I'm on almost level 60. How does one get farther in (laughs) Fortnite? Maybe when you finish the Battle Pass in Fortnite, we'll talk about the season. No, but uh, I have a lot of gaming stuff that I would talk about. Um, but o- overall, on the good screen, um, I'm going to s- uh, say I've been enjoying sports. Okay. Uh, a different sport. What sport is that? I've been enjoying hockey. Oh. But not the usual hockey. Not oh. the NHL. I've been enjoying the PWHL, the professional, the professional women's hockey league. Yes. I had a dream about it last night. Lauren had a very bizarre dream about it last night. But before we continue. Uh, the Professional Women's Hockey League is a new league uh, affiliated with the NHL, but it's women. Mm-hmm. And women's hockey is huge. Like, like yeah. it's always been big. Like, there's a lot of women around the world, in Can- especially in Canada and, like, Minnesota, like, the northern, northern states. states, that love hockey. Mm-hmm. And they're finally getting their chance to play on, like, a big stage. Mm-hmm. And the best part about this is that there's only six teams. Mm-hmm. None of For them now. are in Pennsylvania. But... It's, it's like their inaugural season, and all the all the games are on YouTube for free. Um, no ads, no ads even. Like there, there'll be like long breaks where like the game just stops where yeah. ads would be playing if they're on cable. But it's amazing you can you anyone can watch every game. Yeah, you can go back and watch them. It's not just can, like a live thing, and they yeah, bought it. There's only they're been like there. seven, like six or seven games so far. The, the, there's like two or three games a week, right? Yeah, there there should be like two or three games a week, but it's very it's very cool. So they got New York, Boston, and Minnesota as the American teams. Yep. Not that they're like America versus uh, like Canada. separated or anything. Yeah. I'm just saying like those are the American representatives in the league, and then they got Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal mm-hmm. for the Canadian. 
for the Canadian teams. <laughs> um, and it's exciting to watch. Um, it's obviously not as, like, it's kind of like watching minor league hockey where, like, they're good, but, like, they're not going to do, like, crazy stuff like the NHL does. However, they can be more physical. Yeah, they're allowed to be physical because they're not going to kill each other. Basically. The, I think the rule's a little different, but, like, as long as it's, like, not, like, going out of the way to, like, push over a girl. Yeah, the rule, we just watched, like, a video about it. The yeah. rule is basically if you are occupying a space on the ice and you don't have the puck, you're entitled to hold that space. Right. So you can push people around. Yeah. And, it's, and it's there's awesome. been, like, a couple fights, but it's... Nothing and, major. No, and it's people are, like, being so surprised that they're fighting. And it's, like, they're competitive. And just because yeah. they're not void raging doesn't mean they can't get angry. Yeah, like, it, it's cool to watch. It's it's uh, nice to, like... It's not often that we get opportunities to watch, like, the new beginning... Sport. New sports. or a new team. Yeah. And here we get to watch a new... A whole new league. Like, a whole new league of, like, teams. None of them like, even have, like, official team names. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's Toronto just, and yeah. Minnesota. They don't have mascots. None of that started yet. I think they're waiting until to like see to if they see get if traction. Yeah. yeah. I th- and I think I think it's going to go. So, mm-hmm. I any like, anyone, like, I'll put a link maybe in the podcast or whatever. Um, if you want to check it out, like, it's it's fun to watch. Just put it on while you're doing something in the evening. Yeah. and I wonder the what their, for, like, Stanley Cup is going to be called. I don't know. What their Super Bowl is. I don't know, but I'll be there for it. Yeah, me too. I hope that's not when they're like, oh, by the way, this is going to be on Sportsnet. Ugh. <laughs> well, I think they are all on, like, cable television in their regions. Probably. But, like, they're putting everything on YouTube, too. It's great. Yeah. They have a store. You can it's buy also, merchandise. Yeah, it's getting tons of views and stuff. Like, I, And there's so many, like, reputable names going yeah. to the game. And... And like yeah. managers and players attending the games. And the attendance has been really high, especially in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. We watched a game last week mm-hmm. where they had their first hat trick. Right. The first home win. The first shutout. The first shutout. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Not the first shutout. I think it was just the first home win. Home win. <laughs> and they had like almost 17,000 people in attendance. Yeah. It was a full stadium. Yeah. Yeah. We saw a great Sam Winkle do the first hat trick. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> So um, I I recommend checking that out to anyone who likes sports or is in, intrigued in hockey um, at all. Uh, I'm going to a hockey game later today with Will Party. Yeah, we'll be going. That's probably why he's calling me. In two weeks. Yeah, we'll be going to three another weeks. one in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, February third. Yep. Cool. Um, so that's what I've been enjoying on the good screen. However, we both have a combo before we talk about our main subject. Yeah, it's a game. We... What? thought you were pointing to that for a reason. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about um, the other show that we watched on Netflix a week ago. Oh! Yeah. Pokemon Concierge. We have a little theme this week with our uh, picks for good screens. Ooh. Oops. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> the we, ding that this week uh, made, like, the Materia sound. Wow. Kind of like, the, the fighting sound in Final Fantasy VII. It sounded like that. Okay. So we have a theme this week for our good screens. Uh, this is a co- another combo one, but then we have like our main feature later. Um, we both watched the new Netflix special series. A special series. Something, uh, Pokemon Concierge. Yes, it is a claymated Pokemon four episode thing. It's like four 15 minute episodes. Do you think it's claymation or just like no, it is. stop motion? Because some of them are like really fluffy. They're felted. Felted? I think that counts. Okay. Claymation slash stop motion. Stop motion. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the backgrounds are like green screen created. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did see like a behind the I scenes saw green clip screen. thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's still very cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we watched this. I was excited for it because there's another stop motion claymation, whatever you want to call it, on Netflix that I didn't look it up and and let's just you know leave that a mystery for now. But um, the real Akuma tv show on netflix is very similarly styled i Mm -hmm. have a strange feeling it's the same studio because they're both japanese i wouldn't be surprised but um i really liked that from what i I haven't watched all of that but i really liked it either yeah and i was like oh great they're doing a pokemon like version of of Mm -hmm. this and um of course like we both grew up around pokemon yes yes um i have very vivid memories of riding my bike up and down the one block i was allowed to bike around and imaginary friends would all be my pokemon wow that's and great i would ride around the block pretending like i'm throwing pokeballs to catch my pokemon i can't say i ever did that <laughs> i i, I like had a vast need for escapism all my life yeah you you um yeah so um i just remember my conscious kicking in around the time i got my game boy pocket with pokemon red yeah uh, anyway, uh, so um, we're both very uh, well into the Pokemon thing. Of course, like as time has gone on, um, I don't watch the TV show anymore. I think anyone who still watches the TV show is a little weird. I mean, I watch it sometimes at work because one of the girls puts it on. Right, but they're it's she's a teenager. It's yeah, different. it's a teenager. Like, like um, of course, like you kind of grow out of the the TV show area of it. So. When they announced this, I was like, okay. I will admit. Yeah. I was watching. I haven't, like, caught up on it, but the Twilight, whatever, like, special little series they were posting on YouTube. Yeah. I was watching those. But that's different. Yeah. Because the Ash Ketchum show. It's is not the for, Ash Ketchum show. Yeah. The, that's for, like, Ash Ketchum isn't even Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God they moved away from that. Anyway. So, when they announced this, I was like, is this going to be more, like adult oriented mm-hmm. not adult oriented but like all ages yeah and it um, was and it kind of was in a way i mean it was still i'd still say you could put this on for a kid oh absolutely. Like even a young child yeah and they would get it but um it was a it was a pretty nice series from from what i remember mm-hmm. we watched it like two weeks ago now so yeah um it's a little a little blurry but there's only four episodes so like mm-hmm. it's basically like they could have just said it was a movie it's basically my dream job yeah um where this woman was working like a mundane office job and kind of went insane. And so, her boyfriend broke up with her. And her boyfriend broke up with her. So she decided to leave it all behind and go work at this Pokemon resort yeah. on an island. Mm-hmm. And she like lives on the island. And she has to figure out how to get out of like her office type A mindset. Yeah. And get into like how to create fulfilling experiences for these pokemon that she works with every day that are to, there on vacation she redirects her project management brain into a therapy brain kind of <laughs> it, it's never said what she did in her office but that's it's yeah. because well she did like the whole like presentation thing uh, for her in excel thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think she was just sort of like a powerpoint i mean um she what's what they have a word marketing no a data entry salary man salary man i think she was a salary woman okay salary woman whatever you want to call it <clears throat> okay yeah so she goes to this island 
and it's basically her job to make sure that the Pokemon all feel happy to be there while they're there. Like it's kind of like an equivalent of taking your Pokemon to the daycare, but it's more like a spa. Yeah. Like the trainers come and go. Sometimes mm-hmm. the trainers just stay with them. Yeah. But um, it, well, it's I very think interesting. It's implied that the trainers are there also. Yeah, and they're just relaxing somewhere else. Yeah, but the Pokemon are like having their own experience as well, or they can just go and do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, it's a very interesting take on uh, the Pokemon world. I loved it. Yeah, it was. I I really liked it too. Um, Who was your favorite Pokemon to see? My favorite one to see was definitely um, Diglett mm. when he was there for a little bit. However, I did like Graveler. Yeah, Graveler. Graveler was, cool. was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You do like Geodude. Geodude and Graveler, that whole line is amazing because they're just giant rocks. Yeah. People say like, oh man, the first like generation Pokemon is so weak because like they're just like a bird or Well, a either rock. that or they put them on such a high pedestal and yeah. then when they do the same thing in new generations, they're like, no, it's not as cool. Yeah. and Or like a Pokeball. But like, A hey, pile of purple mud. A pile of purple mud. But like later on, it's the same thing. You get like a trash bag. Yeah. You get an ice another cone. rock. You get an ice cream cone, a keychain. Like yeah, these concepts are like staples of Pokemon. And like, mm-hmm. I like the rock guy. Yeah, nothing's Who, wrong with the rock Nothing wrong guy. with the rock guy. I love the mascot for the rock guy where his legs are like <laughs> the gray and white like, checkerboard look like it's supposed to be transparent. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I would love to be in one of those one day. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But um, I, I like Geodude, okay? Mm-hmm. Justice for Geodude. Yes, we dude. I don't think there's any injustice against Geodude. I think some people don't like Geodude. Because he's just a rock with arms. There's always going to be someone who hates on every Pokemon. I like how... Like, my favorite Pokemon is Piplup. You could just say he's he's just a penguin. Who doesn't like Piplup? That's what I'm saying. He's also a huge favorite in Japan. Right. Because they love penguins. Yeah. So, I like how in, like, the first 151 Pokemon, there were, like two i guess two um lines of pokemon who when they evolved they just got more arms i really like there that. were two of them yeah there was geodude and, and graveler machoke, whatever Ma- what choke Ma- and machamp Ma- yeah <laughs> yeah um i wish that but then graveler went back down to two arms when he became golem See, I don't like Golem as much as Grav. This is just becoming like a, a segment on, on on Geodude right now. I, I feel like they should have been opposite, right? Like I feel maybe like it should have been Geodude and then uh, Golem? Golem. Like like he's in an egg, and then yeah, and then Graveler, and then Graveler, but Graveler's maybe bigger and has like or it's like the rock is just like overtaking him. I want them to make a like regional Graveler. That makes his face kind of look more like a samurai helmet, and he's part steel. Oh! And his two of his arms have like swords. That'd be cool. And the other two, maybe they all have, fuck it, they all have swords. <laughs> all the hands have swords. Yeah, and, and you know what? He has a sword in his mouth too. D- wow. And That's they call awesome. him like Slasher, <sighs> Gravel Slash. Wow. I'm sure they come up with something more interesting than that. Yeah. Um. Or Graveler. Gravel Rye. Yeah. Samurai. Gravel Ride. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to draw that later. Okay. All right. Um, but anyway, I liked Graveler in this Pokemon 
slice of life show. Yeah. Well, who did you like? I liked Mudkip. He was just a stupid little dog thing. And He's I an also axolotl. Yeah. Well, yes, but like it, like the one shown in the show was like a acted like dog. a puppy. Yeah. yeah. But then I also did really like Psyduck. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I loved it was a close second. I loved the love that Psyduck got. Oh, I also yeah. really like seeing um Hopip. I really like that whole line. Yeah. And Hopip evolved. Hopip evolved. Yeah, so like they evolve on the island. Yeah. It doesn't um, necessarily say that the goal is evolution while they're there, but it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Which I wonder what the implications are for that, like from a trainer, like if they evolve with a different person than you. I don't know. Is that like a taboo? I don't know. This this whole thing, I don't think should be taken that seriously. <laughs> I'm going to go over this thing with a fine-tooth comb. 101 things you didn't know about Pokemon World and Concierge. Yeah. I, I also like how it expands on the Pokemon World, but not yeah. in like a way it's already done. Yeah. This would be a good cozy game. This was a game. This would be a perfect cozy game. Like if it was, yeah. Like it'd just be like go around the island, and make sure all the Pokemon are happy, but yeah. don't fight them. I definitely see like visual novel mix of like Stardew Valley type okay. thing. You know what I mean? Like you have like there's like or maybe more along lines of like Pokemon Ranger, how there is like a story to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also very like loose. Yeah, it's and... just like doing little tasks and yeah. like little. Yeah, this would be a good game, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like they make like something that's maybe totally like a puzzle unique. game puzzle yeah maybe yeah um where you have to figure out what how to help each pokemon yeah that'd be interesting mm-hmm. um but overall yeah i really liked pokemon concierge do you have anything else to add i do have one thing to add if you don't sure i liked how pikachu doesn't show up until the last episode yeah most of i honestly thought the whole thing was going to be pikachu less because she talks about the main character whose name i forget talks about um how much she likes pikachu and wishes that she had one mm-hmm. and she gets a psyduck which i thought was really funny and kind of yeah. like he's also a yellow yeah he's also Pokemon. yellow and um i thought that was funny and kind of changes like the formula a little bit mm-hmm. um but uh, the last episode has is kind of nice it's all about a pikachu um it's a pikachu but not like a stereotypical pikachu yeah, he's, he's shy got anxiety <laughs> yeah pikachu with anxiety so like oh, like i i really like that they did that and that it didn't focus well it focused on some familiar faces like graveler and psyduck <laughs> but uh um, there was a really interesting episode with the magikarp too yeah which was basically like disable coded uh, yes the magikarp couldn't swim yeah the magikarp couldn't swim and so they're all trying and then it's uh ring pops like it had a inner tube. An inner tube, yeah. Yeah, and then it pops somehow. Like, and then they are trying to figure out how to fix it, and then when they fix it, it evolves into a Gyarados. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And is then that it, disable? Like, up the is that disable like signaling or is that ableism? No, I think that's disable <laughs> signaling because they're still saying like he can have fun even though he can't. He can't swim. Or swim. We can I, still help him have fun. I think it's more about getting over fear. No, Russell. I think there's literally something wrong with it. Oh, okay. Like fish have like you know like that. Oh, he didn't have the underfin, or something like that. Er. But then when he evolved, he was fine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not a lot to unpack there. Because they have a <laughs> fish have like a swim bladder, which is basically like a bag of air that keeps them down there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So we both would say that's a good screen? Absolutely. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't. I'd like to watch it again. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and start talking about our main e- event, our main feature. I think that's what I called it in the podcast notes last time. Okay. Uh, we don't have any new comments this week, so this is where I would probably save them if we did. Oh, okay. But, you know, we'll... No yeah. emails either? No emails. Oh. Uh, um, we don't get emails. Will Nobody, emailed us once. Will emailed us because he was pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. One time. Now, you emailed us after that, too. But either way, let's go ahead and talk about our main feature of the day. Mm-hmm. Chicken Run. Dawn of the Nugget. Lauren, you watched the original Chicken Run mm-hmm. recently. At work. At work. Uh, I have, I told you I was going to watch it before we, we saw this last night, and I did not. Yeah. But the movie... Starts with a little flashback, thank God. Mm-hmm. And it all came back to me. Mm-hmm. So, Chicken Run is an older movie, so is it like a, was it like a childhood classic for you? Um, I would say it was there. Okay. I definitely saw it a few times, yeah. but it wasn't like a beloved title for me. I probably definitely had it on like VHS. Yeah. But... It wasn't one that I kept on repeat. Okay. I saw it in theaters, and then I don't think I saw it again until I got it as, like, a gag gift because my mom... It was the year that my mom got her chickens. Oh, no. And I and I could be completely, like, imagining this, but she got me a DVD of Chicken Run. To get you in the mood like, for the chickens. Yeah, and I was so not into the chicken. I didn't think it was funny at all. Back, I was like 15. And that's, I'm sure your mom thought it was hilarious. Yes. I love that for her. Um, and I think we watched it. Um, but, yeah, that was that was weird. So, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget is a sequel to the original Chicken Run. Pretty much a direct sequel. You yeah, can watch like, it back to back. It takes place like... Almost Only immediately after. Later, yeah. yeah. So, um, shit, what's her name? There's Rocky, the dude. Ginger's the chicken. Ginger. Ginger and Rocky have a baby. Yeah. And it's just resting on the nest, and it wakes up. And the movie follows, like, the early life of their baby. Yeah, there's a montage Molly. at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. And basically what happened after the movie, what, or the first movie, was they found, like, this island sanctuary to live in. Yeah. In in Britain. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little island in the middle of the lake. Yeah. And they're, like, free. They, they're like, oh, we have our freedom now. Uh, we're safe. Mm-hmm. And we can have children and, and live our happy life forever here. Yeah. And, um, and then, of course... Molly grows up and she's like, what's that? What's over there? Yeah. And Ginger tries to steer away and be like, oh, you don't have to worry about what's over there. Yeah. Like, it, there's nothing for us over there. And Ginger's like, like teenager coded. Yeah. Well, Ginger's PTSDing, but Molly's like, teenager. Like 13, 14 year old coded. Probably. I would say. Um, you can you can just say that she's 13. Okay, whatever. <laughs> she's, a, she's a fucking chicken. She's a teenage chicken. So, she, 
Molly's like, whatever, Mom. I don't believe you. I want my freedom, too. And then she runs away. And then she goes and runs away. <laughs> and then Ginger's like, I should have expected that, honestly. Yeah. But also, if Ginger had just been more open with her about what was over there, I feel like none of this would have happened. Right. But Ginger was hiding it because at the beginning of the movie, she was like, Rocky was telling the story to Molly's yeah. egg. Which, I don't know, can eggs hear the in- outside? It did. She didn't remember, so I guess she not. She didn't remember, I guess not. And then um, Ginger's like, hey, we should like not ever talk about that again. Yeah. Like, we should, our glory days are over. And that was honestly, like, not fun for me. So yeah. maybe we should just enjoy our life here. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why she doesn't want to tell Molly about the whole thing that happened mm-hmm. with the, the woman who tried to kill him. Yeah. On the cuckoo range. The farm. The farm. Forgot the name for a farm. <laughs> That's <laughs> the great. Cuckoo the range. cuckoo range. So, yeah, so Molly gets stolen. And it's kind of funny how it happens, too, because mm-hmm. um, she meets up with um, another chicken who is like a slightly older teenager. Older teenager chicken and He's also. Scottish. Scottish or her name's Frizzle. Frizzle, yes. Yeah. Thank you for remembering that. Mm-hmm. And um, they go on this truck that makes it look like they're going to like a fun like theme park. Yeah, Molly wanted to get on the truck because there's a chicken sitting in a bucket with its thumbs up. Yeah, and like beaming, smiling. <laughs> She's like, "That looks like so much fun. I want to go do that too." So then her and Frizzle get into the truck together. Yeah. And all the other chickens on the truck also think it's a great place that they're going to because they came from like a hoedown farm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is going to be great and fantastic. We're going to have so much fun on this chicken paradise farm. And it's like a maximum security prison. Basically. It's, ba- you know, honestly, like, I'm going to really derail here. Sure. And maybe this is just because I told Will about we were watching this movie and he said he wasn't interested. But when they got to the facility that they went to. Yeah. Um, the first thing I thought was, oh, my God, this is this is Metal Gear with chickens. Yeah, kind of was. And there was even a part later, way later in the movie, where um, the the guy they were selling the chickens to had like a ring box, and he opened it up, and there was ketchup. And I was like, oh my god, there's also a ketchup scene in Metal Gear Solid, where he fakes blood with ketchup. Yeah, really? Yeah, to get out of prison. That's awesome. <laughs> but in a different anyway. So so she basically. The, the fun land is inside this maximum security f- facility. Yeah, and they put these collars on the chickens. Brainwashes them. That brainwashes them yeah. into... Because the... Uh, spoiler alert. The woman from the first movie survived. And yeah. is now, like, also running this facility with this, like, dube husband that yeah. she married. Married for the money. Yeah. But he's also, like, a scientist. Uh-huh. Like, a neurologic scientist. Yeah. And so he comes up with this whole thing about how, well, if the chickens are brainwashed <clears throat> into wanting to be killed, they'll taste better. Because fear makes up. them taste bad. Yeah. Because yeah. their muscles... T- Is that a thing? I don't think so. Yeah. I think when you die, your muscles relax. Well, you have rigor mortis. Oh. Okay. So I, I don't know how it works for chickens, though. So I don't know. Yeah. But, um... That's why it's called Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sidebar. <laughs> and <laughs> so. So so. So then all, all uh, the chickens have to go get Molly back. That's the movie. Basically, they all 
like all break in to get Molly out. Yeah. And then right when they're about to leave, Molly's like, but my friend's still in there. And everyone's like, fuck your friend. We're going. But then her mom's like, no, we're going to go back and get her friend, actually. And yeah. all the other chickens, too. This movie was longer than I thought it would be. I agree. But I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I mean, like, maybe it's, maybe it's, who cares? But um, it was a Netflix movie. You can pause yeah. it. Yeah. I also, I feel like this movie is very much a children's movie, but it also teaches parents who watch a lesson. Yeah. As much as it teaches, like, a child a lesson. And that's a signal for a good children's movie. Yeah. There's something both, both parties get out of it. Yeah. Like, the Mario movie, that's for kids. Mario movies for kids. There's no deeper meaning here. There's no deeper meaning. With this, it's like like two sides of a coin. Like for kids, it's like learning how to stand up for yourself mm -hmm. and face the world because yeah. Molly keeps having the saying of I'm big and I'm brave. Yeah. So it's like learning how to cope and do the things that you need to do mm -hmm. just even though you're scared. And for parents, it would be like don't be surprised when your kids do the same shit you do. That, but also maybe don't, like, shield them. Yeah, don't shield them from the world and explain things to them uh -huh. so that they're not, like, tempted by the things that they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's good. Yeah, because otherwise history, history, time is a circle. Yeah. History is a circle. We're doomed to repeat the same mistakes if we don't learn from them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Be more honest with your kids. Basically. Yeah, not even honest, but more um, open. Also, something that I learned recently about parenting mm -hmm. um, is that after your baby's like a year old, stop talking to them like they're a baby. Oh, really? Talk to them like a normal person and their brains develop faster. Really? Yeah. I don't have like a baby talking bone in my body. So I feel like we're going to be on we're a good track for that. It's like my coworker, her daughter, who's four now, she like told me about how she like baby talked her for like the first year. Or maybe not even to the full year, but then yeah. when it got to the point where she knew that she was listening to her, she talked to her like a regular person so that yeah. she would respond to her better. Right. And is now like a little Einstein genius because <laughs> she's forming like full sentences yeah. and is like writing full sentences. Wow. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, believe it. I think reading to children is also very helpful. Yes. But not like, you know, performance reading, just like reading to them. Mm-hmm. So that that's cool. Either way, we're not parents though, so who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna plop my baby in front of uh, the TV and to play Fortnite with me. Yeah, that's a great way to rot your baby's brain right away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what I want. What if the baby like when you're playing Fortnite and he was just like or she was on your your belly and he crawled off and he just started like default dancing. I would be so proud. Like the first steps. First and, steps is like, default dance. dancing. <laughs> Sounds like something that happened in like a Seth Rogen movie. I think that. Did you ever see that video of the kid, the, the baby who does Gangnam Style? No. Um. Yeah. There, there's a video of that. I can show you it really quickly. Okay. Uh. So. So either way. Um. So basically, yeah. This this movie is definitely like definitely like a, a family film. Uh, there was a weird part at the end that I thought was going to be really gruesome and graphic, but it wasn't. When she gets deep fried? She gets, no, no. She got like cut up and deep fried. Yeah, that was crazy. That was almost wild. It said very big chicken. <laughs> but, um. Uh, so yeah. Um. I'm looking at this video. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. 
Oh yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> like it's a That's first gonna step. be our baby. Yeah. Um, I liked <laughs> the one thing I didn't. I did. I wish I would have watched the first uh, Chicken Run movie because um, I wasn't sure if they did this on purpose or not. Was Rocky kind of a himbo in the first one? Yeah. Okay. In the I thought first they changed one, him. No, in the first one, Rocky plays the role of like. He comes onto the farm because he escaped his own, like, circus thing that he was a part of. Yeah. You're sitting weird. I am. I'm not... This chair's not very comfortable. Yeah. Um, he escaped his own, like, circus thing that he was a part of because he was, like, the lone ranger chicken. Yeah. And his whole thing was getting shot out of a cannon and... And he'd fly. And all the hens thought that he could fly. Yeah. So when he shows up on their farm, they're like, oh my god, can you teach us to fly so we can get the fuck out of here? Yeah. He's like, um, yeah. And then they find out he can't fly, but then he still helps them figure a way out by building, like, the, the flying bird. machine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he is very mu- and he's also American. Uh, yeah. So he's, like, uh, the butt of the jokes. Mm-hmm. And he, he is himbo. Okay. I, I thought they changed him to make him, like more stupid in this movie no but i guess if he was always like that that's fine mm-hmm. um this movie is stop motion animated as well claymation it is oh i you... think we've talked about this before but about how for the wallace and gromit movies and i guess the animation studio behind them yeah where Same. they source the clay from has shut down oh shit so now they have like an extreme shortage in the clay that they use and they're not sure if they're gonna have enough clay for the next wallace and gromit movie well, can they change their distributor? Do they need a certain kind of clay? I guess so. That clay is really good. Yeah, whatever it like, is. Like it they looks, use. it looks like it's not claymation. No. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I know wow. there is another Wallace and Gromit movie like coming out at the end of this year. Holy shit! Really? I think so. Do you want me to look it up? Uh, we could look it up later. I feel like there is either this year or next year, and that's why they were talking about it. Wow. But I'm not sure how that's going. Yeah, um, well, I, you can be best assured that we will be the ones watching it. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Shaun the Sheep has, like, kind of still always been around. Mm-hmm. I watched the Shaun and Sheep, Shaun and Sheep, Shaun the Sheep, the Sheep, um, no, I never actually saw the movie. I would watch, like, the little 10-minute segments that they would put on, like, in between shows in the mornings. Okay. On, I don't even remember what it was on if it was nickelodeon or cartoon network mm-hmm. but it wasn't Dis- maybe one of them either disney nickelodeon or cartoon network when because i would get up early in the mornings i think it was nickelodeon maybe i would get up early during like middle school and um early high school ish but it was mostly in middle school because i would shower before my brother before school mm-hmm. and so while he was getting ready i would have time to sit at the tv and i would always watch it wow yeah i i loved Shaun the sheep cool yeah um all right do you have any more sheep sheep. do you have any more comments about chicken run i feel like it's i don't know if i would necessarily recommend to my friends to watch it now Mm -hmm. but if they have a child or a child in their life yeah that is maybe between the ages of like eight and 14 this would be a fantastic movie to movie. watch with them. Yeah, I would like, say Like, together, because so there's something for everyone to learn. Yeah, it's definitely a good screen for a specific audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call it a bad screen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not a bad f- movie. It's not for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that doesn't make it a bad screen. Yeah, we determined that with the Mario movie. Yeah. 
Remember that weird interaction I had on, on like, threads with that guy who was, like, trying to find deep value in the Mario movie? Yeah, and you were telling him, like, dude, it's a children's movie. And I was like, like, that doesn't mean anything. Can, can, you, can you determine that? Like, maybe maybe I wanted to be good. Yeah. Maybe I wanted to have deeper meaning. I'm like, it's never going to have deeper dude, meaning. Dude, write a fan fiction. Make yeah. your own movie, you know? You can go your own way. <sighs> yeah, so, like, when we see Spickle Me 4, we had to start talking about, like, what we wish would have happened, like, like, grew, like, act, like, in the middle of the movie that would have been awesome to show yeah. that he had like some humility in his life and wow. the minions were watching <laughs> i didn't like that segment yeah i i'm gonna uh like heavily edit just bleep every other word every out. word yeah <laughs> in that, in that um all right so uh chicken run don the nugget uh it's, it's a good movie if you like are interested in stop motion animation as well yeah yeah um it's pretty good um there are parts where you really can't tell that it's stop motion animation which is kind mm-hmm. of sus but oh like you think it looks like 3D. you think it looks a little 3d but like then like i think it's the just the technology's rate, come such a long way they've gotten really good at it yeah yeah I think um, that's all there is to it yeah because even with like Coraline and like pretty much all the Leica movies mm-hmm. um theirs also have that same I don't want to call it like uncanny valley but like you can't quite tell yeah like the stutters aren't as frequent yeah but it's it just the technology's come a long way they're really good at their their craft so did, did this studio who made Chicken Run also do the you know the um they're kind of like round like creatures with just like eyes and a mouth and like they chew gum remember that nickelodeon no you don't remember that well that's fine yeah no i don't remember that we'll figure that out later so chicken run down the nugget it was a good movie um i don't think we have much more else to say about it no yeah go watch it if you want to it's on netflix yeah cool all right lauren what is your screenless shout out trying to think yeah um we have to save another one so think hard okay i don't even know what the one you're talking about is i guess my screenless shout out right now is uh dipping my toes back into sewing yes after having been burnt out for a while okay how's that going it's going good um uh lila and i and one of our friends have formed like a little book club thing yeah um i actually just picked up the books yesterday okay or the book i picked up i bought multiple books yesterday you did buy a few books um i think i'm in my book reading era again i think i'm back to reading okay um fourth wing change your life it's impact it's opened the door (laughs) to many many other um raunchy young woman novels (laughs) Yeah, that's all I want to read right now. Um, no, that's a lie. I'm very interested in reading everything again. Actually, yesterday when I was checking out, I'm like 99% sure the same lady who told, like was like, oh, yeah, Fourth Wing. You remember when we went to Barnes & Noble on your birthday? Yeah. And I bought both of them because I was like, this old lady said they're fantastic, so it has to be great. I'm 99% sure that same woman checked me out yesterday and made another book recommendation because I bought um, uh, the Revolutionary romanticy akatar a court of thorns and roses oh that's it's, okay yeah everyone calls the series akatar though okay and um she was like oh i do you like know what this is about and i was like 
Yeah, I read Fourth Wing, and so I know this is like the next step into the that <laughs> genre. She was like, "Yeah, oh my god, it's so good." And then uh, she gave me another book recommendation, which is not smut, but I am putting on my to be read list. Um, but she also told me that she read Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, like along with her daughter. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, I love that for That's you guys. That's crazy. That sounds like a healthy relationship. And I wish your father was more like Zayden. Everyone wants their father. No, I'm not going to no. say that. Everyone wants Zayden Ryerson. Okay. Um. So, anyways. Uh, so you're sewing again. So I'm sewing again. I'm making project for each of us for our book club, um, which I'm not going to say what it is over this. Russell knows what it is. I he's know been, what it he's is. He's been following. I still have. I, I live one- with you yeah unfortunately <laughs> i still have the one for lila to make and the one that i made for stevie i really like but i realized after i finished it that some of i can't tell if it's just because of like the seam allowance under the fabric or if some fabric actually like bled oh because there's like a purple splotch Ooh. And I'm deeply upset about it. I'm gonna. I'm pretending like it's not there. Well, that sucks. Um. Yeah, I would also kind of just say that like rest and like my like uh like going out on my own and having a nice time. Like yesterday, I was just like moseying around Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And having a nice time and like... You don't do that often? You do that like every few weeks. Every few weeks. Yeah, you like that? But I've been appreciating it more recently. Yeah, like I went, I got a coffee and like a pretzel thing from the Barnes & Noble Starbucks. <laughs> okay. And I sat down and ate it and then I moseyed around and then I went to the PetSmart that's in the same lot because I was hoping they would have like... Because the PetSmart in the town that I grew up in had like a whole... um. Like, there were cats there, like, that were... Oh, that you could adopt? That you could adopt, but also go in and pet. And I wanted to go pet the cats, but they didn't have any cats. And then after that, I went to Whole Foods. Yeah. And just had a nice time walking around Whole Foods. Um, Not that I'm in the tax bracket to shop there often, but I I got some treats. Remember when you used my $5 $5 Barnes & Noble? I also used it yesterday, but I also spent $60, so it's probably there again. All right. And I got 10% off. And we got a cool tote bag because we're members. Yeah. It's a really nice tote bag. It has like a pocket in the side you can put a book in. Yeah, you can put a book in the bag too. No, there's like a pocket for a book. Yeah. Yeah. I put lots of books on the bag. Okay, so you had, uh, so you're all over the place. So your screen the shout out is getting back into sewing uh-huh. and your shopping trip yesterday. I guess so. And reading. And reading. Which, yeah, that, that was crazy. Yeah, I've been reading um, Final Girl Support Group at work. Okay. Just in bits and pieces. Literally maybe like five pages a day I'm able to sit through. Uh-huh. Because work is so hectic. But it's been really good and I just got to like a huge twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and you work for the next seven days. Thanks for reminding me. So that's great. You'll be able to watch, listen more, read more. <laughs> yeah. And then I have uh, another book on standby to bring to work with me, which is not Akatar. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was reading Fourth Wing at work, and I had just brought Iron Flame in, and one of the girls that I work with was like, you're reading those really fast. Like, what are they about? 
And I was like, it's about like a dragon college. And she was like, oh, can I read it? And I was like, no. Oh, one of the the children. Yes. Yeah. A 16-year-old girl was like, can I read it? And I was like, no, I'm not lending you my copy. I didn't really explain to her why. (laughs) I was just like, no, I'm not going to give you my copy. Wow. If she chooses to go and get her own copy and it's approved, then she has her freedoms. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What is your screenless shout-out this week, Russell? I hope it's more concise than mine. My screenless shout-out is Taylor Swift. Not her music. Then then what? Um, There was... uh, The Golden Globes were last weekend. I didn't even know. And this guy... I, I don't know if he was the host, but he did, like, the opening, like, um, like comedy bit. And he made, like, a really stupid joke about both Barbie and, like, um, the NFL and Taylor okay. Swift, of course, because, you know, she can't escape that. And, like, nobody laughed. And they put the camera <laughs> on her, and she was just, like, sitting there, like... <laughs> and she was, like, drinking, like, her wine... And I thought it was so funny because, That's like... incredible. Like, the joke just totally fell flat. Yeah, like, it was as bad of a joke as, like, the Chris Rock thing, basically. Oh. And, like, Taylor Swift was like, I'm just gonna sip this wine and watch this guy crash and burn. Yeah. And he also made a joke about, like, the Barbie movie being, like, like, like something about big boobs. And, like, they, they showed... Um, there's not even like any cleavage shown yeah, in that movie. It's not a boob movie. I, did he? I don't even know if you saw it, but like I don't think he did. And and those jokes Ryan were Ryan Gosling, all for and they him. showed Ryan Gosling, and Ryan Gosling had like the same kind of look in his face. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I want to go. And I thought it was really kids. funny. I thought it was really funny because um, I guess like my both of my things this week are very uh, women oriented, mm-hmm. uh, empowering. Because there was this whole like thing on social media that was like wow she really overreacted to that joke and then like very short taylor swift yeah yeah she really all she did was sit there and drink her wine it sounds like sat there and drank her wine. like you can look mad about a joke like fucking will smith went up to the stage and slapped chris rock like do you expect that to happen i mean that was staged that would yeah that's probably staged but like but like i I don't get it like i thought it was like funny and like like, how did you want her to react did you want her to laugh like nervously laugh it's not funny no it's not funny so like I feel like I feel like this might be the end of like sexist jokes and comedy like that. I pray every because day of Taylor Swift. That today is the day those jokes stop. Um, but I thought it was really like I thought like the public reaction to it was funny and sad. But like I thought that what she did was really like cool. I guess I don't know. But yeah. I thought like again like I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I I couldn't tell you more than the songs that she plays on the radio. You don't even listen to the radio. I don't even listen to the radio, but like, you know, growing up and stuff, like yeah. those songs. Um, but I thought, I think that like, she's probably like a really nice person. But again, she's also a billionaire, so I don't know. She hasn't know. given an ounce back to Reading. She hasn't given an ounce back to her hometown. Even if it was just like investing money in like the school. Into like, pub- like education or yeah, like, or I don't a know. library. Or I don't know, donating a little bit of your money to Antietam, even though it's not like the school you went to, but like, they're they're done for like they need two yeah. 22 million dollars to repair their school mm-hmm. and they're not gonna get it that sucks and taylor swift doesn't care. well taylor swift wasn't from antina but like she was from why i'm missing like close it's enough. right there um but either way um i thought it was really funny i think 
that um, Taylor Swift is going to be the celebrity that has the most implications towards the next election for the younger generation. And I'm here to watch people lose their minds over uh, a woman having a billion dollars. Yeah. Do you know what I want Taylor <laughs> Swift to do? I would love for Taylor Swift to invest just literally into literally anything around here. It could be, it could be investing in like the local farms. It could be investing I, in a library. But do you know what else I think would be incredible and like stupid, but also iconic for her? She to doesn't do? care about this area. She I know. Would, but she would invest in Nashville before here. What? She was she was famous in Nashville. Like they moved to Nashville or something yeah. like that. She, yeah. They tried to pretend like she was actually from there this whole time, but yeah. she wasn't. She's from Reading. No. I think it'd be really funny if she put a statue up somewhere. In Reading? In Reading. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Honestly, like, <laughs> like on you know Penn the neighborhood Street? where I was gonna say the neighborhood where her parents live. Oh yeah. Yeah, like how the well, park? Yeah, in the park. In the park. Yeah. Yeah. When she dies there'll be a statue. I just want her to literally give a penny back to Reading. That's yeah. it. I'm not even from here, and I think it's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, my screenless shout-out is, unfortunately, Taylor Swift. Okay. I I feel like I had another one, but I forget it. That's um, okay. We need to do another game episode um, when we get a chance. Maybe we could do that next weekend. Well, speaking of fourth wing... Oh, yeah. Um, Lila and I, and maybe Skyward, if we can get it to work in a schedule, right. are going to be recording an episode about Fourth Wing. Yes. I won't be there. No, Russell's not going to be involved in the episode at all. You're going to edit it. Good I'm going to edit it, too. Um, uh, Lila and I were thinking about recording something over Discord, but um, I think she's going to come over on the 25th. Oh, that's awesome. To record in here. Or out there, because I'll be working. Or some, yeah, somewhere. Um, no, we'll just do it while you're working. <laughs> right behind me, like I won't even be able to move. Yeah, you'll be in standing mode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I I I know it's your thing and everything, but I kind of wanted to proctor it just to like ask questions that like you wouldn't think about because I didn't read it. Yeah. But like, do your own thing. Like that's fine. No, maybe that could be fun. It, it's not going to be a numbered episode of the podcast because it's not about a movie or a TV show. It's or a screenless a thing. It's all screenless. We can make this the first screenless episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't think it's going to be numbered though. I think it's going to be bonus. Okay. Whatever. Just to like let people know that like we're not like a book podcast. So the whole episode about a book is going to be a bonus thing. We're also not a gaming podcast. Right, but that's on a screen. Lila read it on her phone. That's a screen. <laughs> she read it on her phone? She read Fourth Wing on her phone. On her phone. Yeah. She bought it on Kindle app and read it on her phone. Not in, like the Kindle itself? No. Oh, her poor eyes. Yeah, she's going to go blind. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and she read most of Iron... She read Iron Flame that way too. Oh my goodness. She is only buying copies now because she wants to get a copy to annotate. Okay, well, either way, I don't think it's going to be a numbered episode because it's, even though Lila saw it on her phone, it's kind of like detracting from like our purpose of the podcast. So it's going to be a bonus. You're boring. Okay. Sorry. Um, so anyways, she might be When the TV over. show comes out, that'll be an episode. Yeah. And I won't be there again. Or I could watch it. Do you want to know something that ties uh, the last like 15 minutes of our conversation together? Mm-hmm. The author for Fourth Wing, Rebecca Yaros, yeah. is a huge Swifty. Really? 
Yeah, let me show you this screenshot that she just posted on her story not too long ago on Instagram. Okay. Um, It'd be funny if she, like, did a homage to the Golden Globes reaction in the next Fourth Wing book. Wow, that would be something. Like, there was an award ceremony. I don't know how that would work. In the, like, I clearly have nothing, know nothing about these books. Let me see. Yeah, it's the screenshot that I took from her Instagram story where she says like writing vibes and then she has like two different pictures stitched together of like taylor swift lyrics on spotify wow um i guess they're both from the same called called the the same song that is called i did something bad yeah and i do have uh theories as to what this could be referencing one line is if a man talks shit then i owe him nothing i don't regret it one bit because he had it coming and the other one is they're burning all the witches even if you aren't one so light me up light me up light me up light me up is taylor swift actually based you know i'll come back to that later i feel like she could be because especially because of what she's doing right now with her record label and everything yeah like that was a very based thing of her to do and now she's like setting a whole trailblazer apparently paramore now paramore's doing, doing that too yeah i feel like there's someone else that was doing it as well but basically all of like the industry plants which i'm not calling taylor swift industry plant <laughs> no she fucking st- at least started out that but way. the ones who got like taken advantage of by the industry yeah. are like all breaking out and getting their own licenses again i feel like who else did that recently i don't know I, i'm blanking i had a name in my brain but i well, forgot kesha kesha won her lawsuit i think mm-hmm. but i don't think she's I, her music, I don't think, is time, as timeless as Taylor Swift. So I, I don't think she's re-recording. I disagree. You think she's going to re-record uh, Animal or whatever it is? Yeah. Her, no, it, I think she's done with music. Yeah, I think she might be done. As incredible as that would be. Wake up like a modernized version of TikTok. <gasps> I think she would slay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, Brittany? Oh, ah! Our, our wheel i can't spin the wheel because it didn't transfer when i i reset windows on my computer oh, no. and apparently it was just stored in my browser cache oh so it's not there um that's okay i wanted to make changes anyways all right what movie do you want to watch from the wheel next week i can look at the list were you gonna say something wait why don't we do a random number generator okay uh okay. from one to 52 okay I hope I have these numbered. Are they? Uh, hold on. I think they are. They are, yes. All right. Okay. Generate that number. 21. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Next week, we are going to be watching The Fast and the Furious. No! No! <laughs> um no we are doing an old movie next time we can still go see wonka i guess this counted as any movie this week yeah no just is it just the first one just the first one (laughs) if we if you can like the first one we can do a bonus on the first like three no 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 we won't we won't okay maybe just tokyo drift okay um so next (laughs) next two weeks from now we'll be back with the fast and the furious (laughs) And I'm so excited. 
So wait, you know what? I don't think... I think for the first time ever we need to change our mind on the podcast. Because the last movie that we picked was a movie that I saw and you didn't. And now this week is another one that I saw and you didn't. So do the number generator again. I'll spare you this time. Oh my Mostly god. Mostly because if we do a Fast and Furious episode, I want to be like most of them at once. Okay. All right. Just know anything below 25? 35. 35, that's one of your picks. I have to count now. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, period. Movie we both... We both seen. Have seen. Yeah. yeah. So that works. Okay. Um, so we'll do Mad Max Fury Road. Feeling so relieved right, All right. now. Th- another totally different car <laughs> movie. Um, uh, and we will not be watching Fast and Furious. Thank Christ. Um... Any boys, if you want to watch a bunch of Fast and Furious movies with me, let me know. You guys can have your Lauren own thing is really about... interested. I really That'll be my fourth wing podcast, but it will be numbered because it's a movie. Fuck you. No, it'll be bonus, so it won't be numbered. Okay. Yeah. If we're both not on, it can't. Well, I made Will's a, a numbered one, but it was just like a regular episode with Will. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't count. Okay. All right. So we thank you all for listening or watching today. Um, You can follow us on threads or Instagram if you want to stay up to date with our podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a link tree that we post in the podcast notes and you can find all of our stuff there. We have a discord that we don't really use and I haven't really updated for a few weeks. So, Um, but if you join, if more people join, I will definitely be a little better at updating. Maybe get a bot that puts the podcast on it. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have that. I have to, like, just do, like, 30 minutes of research on how to do that. But either way, um, if you enjoy this episode, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes, please. It helps out. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will be so excited if we ever get a review, even if it's bad. I will read it first thing on the next podcast. I think we did read a bad review once. Oh, no, that was just no, about was just Bo was a bad afraid. comment. Yeah, we were mean to him. Um, if you... <laughs> He deserved it. You can leave a comment on YouTube, and you can like and subscribe on YouTube if you want. We haven't gotten a new subscriber on YouTube in a while. Hit that bell icon. Hit that bell. And uh, all of our social medias are GoodScreenPod, at GoodScreenPod. Mm-hmm. And our email address, if you want to write in a long-form comment, is GoodScreenPod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that that's about it. That's Thank you. Thank you, everyone. New Year, same pod. Yeah, New Year, same pod. And uh, we'll see you next time with Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. And maybe like Wonka in the beginning if we go see Wonka. Yeah. (laughs) Just to like tonal shift it. Well, there's something going on next weekend that we can maybe talk about. Yes. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Actually, actually, yes. But that's different. So. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.